This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Whereas a lot of other people only mention four. 
And I found that that fifth area to be very, very helpful. So here's the five that she calls out really quickly. Number one is self-awareness and self-control. And by that, she is referring to the ability to fully understand one's self and to use that information, that understanding to manage your emotions in a productive manner. What a novel idea, right? Just fantastic. With empathy, number two, she's referring to the ability to understand the perspectives of others. This is so valuable, and I love her definition, especially when so many people are thinking about so many different things when they think about empathy. I love the way that she presents this because when you take on and learn and embrace and respect other people's perspectives, it will change the way that you work. It will change the way that you design. So I I really respect and appreciate what she's saying about that. Social expertness is number three, the ability to build genuine relationships and bonds, very critical to UX, and to express caring, concern, and conflict in healthy ways. And yes, there is such a thing as healthy conflict. A lot of people in UX today, because they lack EQ, and that doesn't mean you're a bad person, okay? It's just, it's just something to, to develop. If we're if you're low on gas, you go get gas. If you're low on bread, you go get bread. If you're low on paper towel, you go get better towel or paper towel. If you're low on EQ, you, you just go develop. That, that's basically it. Uh, sadly, a lot of people, and I'll pause for the cause here, a lot of people who lack EQ, when they hear you say things like this, they immediately condemn themselves or they think that you're writing them off or you're being mean. No, when you're being self-aware, number one, and you recognize that there's something you lack, you just go and you develop it. You, you face it, you own it, and you go forward. So again, with social expertness, we build genuine relationships, we build bonds, and we're able to express ourselves in professional, respectful, thorough manners to demonstrate care, concern, and when there is conflict, we can engage in conflict without disrespecting or disavowing one another. It's just really fantastic when we can do that. You can get into a situation where there's conflict and disagreement when there's heightened EQ. You can get into a situation where there's disagreement and conflict and everybody comes out better for it, but only when you have EQ in place, so really important to have that down pat. Number four, personal influence, the ability to positively lead and inspire others as well as yourself. This is really funny and interesting to me because when you think about personal influence, especially when you look at it from the perspective of all the misinformation that's in UX today, a lot of people like to influence folks, but the influence that they are are having, the impact they're having on other people, it's not genuine. It's not really truly beneficial. For example, when someone tells you you need to fake it until you make it, folks, that that's <laughs> that's a bad use of of energy. And it couldn't you and wouldn't it be better to spend that energy getting things done the right way? Wouldn't it be better facing up to where you lack and then working on getting better with regard to that? So so we're not talking about influencing people in a way that's actually detrimental. And, and you've probably heard me say this before. I'm, I am firmly of the belief there is no such thing as positive or negative. We're not talking about batteries here. We're talking about, uh, about 
building and we're talking about tearing down. There is no positive and negative. There is only constructive and destructive. So when we identify and we come face to face with shortages uh, in, in where we are in our acumen, where we are with our EQ, and we just face up to it and then we work on it and we get better, we're being constructive. And when somebody tells you that you lack something and it's accurate and they're looking out for you, that's being constructive. When someone tells you something that you need to fix and it's not broken, that's destructive. And when we don't engage from a critical thinking, from an EQ perspective, we'll miss these things. Why well, I challenge you today to do that. Number five, to the mastery of purpose and vision at work. And by this, Adele Lynn is referring to the ability to bring authenticity to your own life and to live out one's intentions and values. So really sticking to your guns, really making sure that you're being, uh, that you're persevering, making sure that you are committed, making sure that, that you're genuine, which is another reason why I don't like the fake it till you make it bit because there's nothing authentic about that. I mean, you're being authentic that you're faking it, but really that's, that's a bit of an oxymoron. So be authentic, build yourself. It actually puts you in a better position to really impact others the way that we really want to impact others, the way we should impact others. So there's your quick recap. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail in these in the upcoming episodes and repeating these, but I just, uh, I think there's probably going to be some people who miss the first two episodes and I thought it might benefit you for me to go over those five things. That's really what, very high level, yes, I know, and we're getting into the details with the, with the actual episode itself. Those are the key factors associated with emotional intelligence. You can hear those and you can think about where, emotional intelligence can benefit you in your UX practice. Tonight, I want to focus on, again, like we did last week, we talked about empathy and how that really works when you're looking at things from the perspectives of others. Uh, what we want to do in addition to that and building on that tonight is we want to look at EQ from the perspective of its benefits. What are the benefits? of emotional intelligence. What does it do for us? What does it do for our teams? What does it do for our users? What does it do for the discipline at large? And so I'm going to give you a baker's dozen, if you will. I'm going to give you 13 benefits that we get out of emotional intelligence. Number one, thinking about self-awareness, it helps you to understand your state. When we operate and when we are growing in emotional intelligence, we, we develop a very high level of sensitivity and understanding and, and, and courage with regard to our current state. Where am I today? Who am I today? What am I doing well? Where do I need to grow? All of these things are associated with self-awareness. So when we when we are building our EQ, when we're growing in EQ, when we're mature in EQ, self-awareness is something that we give attention to and it's something that we give the time of day to. The more emotionally intelligent you and I are, the more self-aware we are. And the more self-aware we are, actually, sort of a little ahead of the game here, but that's something that, that really vaults us forward, which is number two. When 
when we are emotionally intelligent, it helps us to receive what we need in order to grow or to maintain who we are. So, I mean, imagine being without emotional intelligence. When you're not emotionally intelligent, you are cutting off your ability to truly grow and progress, or you're stunning your growth. You're growing slower. You could grow faster. The more emotionally intelligent you and I are, the faster we can we can reach a certain point. The more stable we're also going to be. So keep that in mind. Number three, emotional intelligence helps us to optimize our own performance, especially when we're being subjected to difficult circumstances. Why? We're self-aware, we're being empathetic, we're, we're exercising proper levels of social expertness, we're able to engage in genuine personal influence, and we're mastering our purpose and vision with regard to the work that we do. So now we're optimizing our performance. We can be our absolute best. And especially when things are going awry, especially when things are not going the way we want them to go, especially when we're, when we're under fire, Emotional intelligence is something that really helps us to go forward and, and carry ourselves in an excellent manner because of all the awareness and the sharpness that we're operating in. So it's something to keep in mind. Number four, and this is a big one that I see. Again, I talk to people all over the world on a regular basis, and I, I come across a lot of people that play the victim. Number four Emotional intelligence helps us to avoid and overcome playing or being the victim. We do not need to be in that state. Sometimes we do we feel like the victim? Yes. Do we do it? Does it seem like the circumstances at hand truly are identifying us or putting us in a position of a victim? We all feel that way at some point in time. The problem with that is that if you feel like a victim, you are minimizing the chance that you're going to get up and do something constructive about the the state that you're in. So emotional intelligence will have you to face what's going on, identify it accurately, identify what you can do to resolve the situation. Remember, UXers, we are problem solvers, and we can start by solving problems with ourselves. So don't play the victim, find the solution, and get to moving. Number five, and this is akin to number four, when we are emotionally intelligent, it helps us to own our situations. Again, instead of being the victim, instead of blaming someone else, instead of feeling like the circumstances are against us and we don't have a choice or we can't steer the the ship, so to speak, which is number six, so I'm bringing that in now, emotional intelligence helps us to steer our ship. So own the situation, get behind the wheel, and take charge, combining five and six here. That's one of the reasons why emotional intelligence is so critical because UX is a volatile arena. And I love what Dr. Nick Fine said once, and I'm going to repeat that for the rest of my career. Um, UX is really a toxic arena. It really is. And so it, it, it sets the stage for us to play the victim. It sets the stage for us to feel like we can't control our destiny. And, and, you know, I, I've heard so many no's. I mean, think about, like, looking for a UX job. Some people have a hard time finding their first UX gig. And truth be told, it's going to be tough the rest of your career. It's tough for a lot of folks. 
out here today, but you still have to stay behind the wheel. You can't get from behind the wheel because the first 99 jobs you applied to, you didn't get them. What if job 100 is the one that's going to come through? You have to stay behind the wheel. You have to stay in charge. You have to be committed and you have to keep looking up, so to speak, and pressing your way forward. So stay behind the wheel, own the situation and steer your ship. You steer it. Don't let someone else steer it for you. Next, emotional intelligence helps us to bring integral value. Now, somebody may say, well, what is integral value? When we are emotional intelligent, it helps us to bring value, not just to ourselves. We don't just bring clarity to ourselves. We don't just help steer the ship, the ship for ourselves. Emotional intelligence enables us to bring integral value, value that's integrated with others. We will impact other people for the good of the whole. So when you're emotionally intelligent, you're going to benefit your teams. When you're emotional intelligent, you're going to benefit the practice at your organization. You're going to benefit the meetup groups that you go to. You're going to benefit the the people that you interact with on a regular basis. Because we've got our teams, we've got our, our large UX circles, we've got our smaller UX circles. And when you're emotionally intelligent, you just always bring value and you're going to make things better. People that are not emotional intelligent are always doing something that basically is detrimentally impact everybody. It's taking away the vision, it's taking away the benefits, things of that nature, because they are playing the victim, because they won't grow, they won't maintain, they don't understand their state. So they, they don't really see what's going on. If you don't understand your state, you don't see what's going on, then you can't do what needs to be done in order to to make progress in order to be successful. So, so we want to be those people that bring integral value. We want to be the people that when, when they finish talk, when people finish talking to you, you want people to go away, understand, not just feeling confident, but a lot of people hear something and feel confident in the moment. You need to be able to feel confident about the same thing six months from now because you see it working. When we bring value, that's what happens. We we bring staying power when you have emotional intelligence, and we all need that today. Next, emotional intelligence helps us to, and I'll use a slang expression here, helps us to slow our roll. Um, a lot of times when we get into situations that are not comfortable, when we get into situations that that uh, might be taxing us a bit emotionally or intellectually or just 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 pulling on us from a from a mental health perspective, just things that are just not fun at the time. Um, there are situations where we if we're not emotionally intelligent, we can overreact. We can get emotional about the situation at hand. And so we need to be able to slow our roll. We need to be able to slow things down so that we can manage things the right way. We need to be able to see things for what they are so that we're not overreacting. And then we can see things for what they are and we can make the right move and we can be more deliberate. So emotional intelligence allows us to slow our roll so we're not reacting too fast. We're not doing too much. We don't have to build, uh, uh, work through a situation that causes us to have to come back and apologize. 
But we can only do that when we slow our roll. When you slow down, you don't have to respond quickly. No, no one's asking you to do that. Nobody's demanding that. And if they are, remember, we're not order takers. The best thing for us to always do is be deliberate, to understand the moves that we make, uh, and to do what's going, what we know is going to be best for us and best for everyone else. But we can only do that when we're emotionally intelligent. Next, emotional intelligence helps us to manage toxic stakeholders and teammates. <laughs> and God knows there are a ton of toxic stakeholders out there. Emotional intelligence helps us to get through that. I mean, they're going to be toxic stakeholders. You planning on working in UX? You're going to come across toxic, toxic stakeholders. You planning on working in UX? You're going to come across toxic clients. You, you're going to be in UX, especially the more experienced you are, you're going to come across toxic teammates. When we come across these situations, the higher levels of emotional intelligence enable us to be more self-controlled. They even, it enables us to be more professional. It enables us to be more, more observant. That's something else that happens when you slow your roll. You're able to observe more and you're able to see accurately and there are no knee-jerk reactions. And so when, when we have a more settled and a more mature mindset and we deal with toxic people, we, we, we need to be our absolute best. There's no reason that that's one of the worst things we can do is react to tox, someone else's toxicity. So don't do that. Maintain your self-control. Next, emotional intelligence helps us to fulfill the role of the helper. And this is akin to the integral value piece. It helps us to be in a position where we can always be a benefit to other people. Not only is UX not just about the work folks, but UX is about others, what we can do for others. I mean, we're, we're trying to bring benefits for the users. We're trying to drive benefits for the business and we're neither. We're, we're, I mean, we are at the business, but this is as an agent of change. And yes, EQ helps you to be a better agent of change. Throw that in there. If you like, uh, we're really driving, uh, success for other entities and other people. Uh, for others' experiences. And so because of that, we need to be really have high levels of EQ. Without it, you, you simply can't be the helper that, that you and I need to be today. Next, emotional intelligence helps us to get out of self. And, and a little overlap with this one, but we can't be focused on ourselves too much, really building on the helper piece. Uh, it's not about us. Uh, the things that are going on, it, even if you have toxic stakeholders and teammates, it's still not about us. What is going to be the state of the team? How can we impact the team? Even when we're under duress, how can we best bring value? So we need to get out of self. We need to not do what is our desire to do. We need to not try to, okay, I like orange. Let's do orange. Or I like this experience. This is what I would do. I mean, that level of self. That has to go. It's, it's not about what we want to do. I interacted with somebody recently on LinkedIn. We, we, for years, many of us have heard the saying, you are not your user. And someone posted to 
social media to LinkedIn and was saying, you know what? You need to be your user. I'm going, oh my God, somebody else has put another amateurish point out there that is in complete contradiction to what and who we are as, as user experience professionals, just people. And I've heard people say, you know, you might not know what you're doing, but just get out there and talk anyway. And then those people say something and then you don't know that that's where that came from. And you hear somebody say it, then you run off with it because you don't have your critical thinking hat on and you think that that's legit folks. That's ridiculous. That is downright ridiculous. You are not your user. You should never design things based on how you would react. The direction of the team doesn't go where you want us to go. It goes where we need to go. And and the only way that we can hit the nail on the head concerning all these things is to get out of self. As soon as you interject self, you are beginning a downward spiral. Do you want to be successful in UX? Get out of self today. And then the last one, this is number 12, and then we'll have our baker's dozen, our bonus piece. Emotional intelligence helps us to have thick skin, which is, that means that we're not hypersensitive. That means that we're not caught up in self. That means that when you hear something that's against what you were expecting or what you wanted to hear, you can take it. You even if somebody says something to you and they say it in the wrong tone of voice, but what they said was true. You need to be able to separate what they said from the poor way that they may have said it and then get the the value out of what they said. But if your skin isn't thick and if you're too caught up in self, you're not going to be able to do that. And that if people don't have thick skin when they have an emotional intelligence deficiency, people don't have thick skin when they are too concerned about self, when they are hypersensitive. So make sure that embrace emotional intelligence so you can get some thicker skin. And when somebody says something that might rub you the wrong way or maybe they didn't use the right the right methodology when they were bringing something something up, you can still handle it the right way. And, and actually, by demonstrating that higher level of emotional intelligence in such cases, it helps them to settle down. And next thing you know, you're on the road to productive and practical interactions. So just something else. So there are 12 benefits of EQ. I'm hoping to encourage people to embrace more about emotional intelligence today. And before we wrap up, as as we're about to run out of time, here's your baker's dozen, your number 13. Emotional intelligence helps us to trust others. It helps us to be, helps us to labor to earn trust instead of assuming that someone's going to trust you because you're you're the UX person that has X number of years, that doesn't mean anything to them. They don't know that. We have to labor to earn trust. And so when you're emotional, emotionally intelligent, you understand that, and we labor to earn it. I need to earn your trust, then I'll get your trust. But as soon as we walk into a meeting for the first time, you don't have folks trust. It doesn't work that way. Not, not with UX. And some people won't like hearing that, but that's just... That's just the truth of it. That's the way things go. And C, emotional intelligence helps us to to know how and when to give trust. Funny thing about trust is that I love Patrick Lencioni and his works on the five dysfunctions of a team. The one dysfunction or ingredient to dysfunction uh, that always stands out to me is that of trust. 
when there is no trust, that lack of trust is going to be replaced by dysfunction. And that team has a hard time functioning. They have a hard time excelling. And so the more emotional intelligence we get, the more we're able to interject trust into our operations and everybody benefits from that. So again, folks, UX is not just about the work. Emotional intelligence is critical and, and, and I'm taking the time to address this on the podcast in hopes that we'll have more people that subscribe to and work to develop their skills with regard to emotional intelligence. You'll be better off for it. You'll be better off in your career for it. Your team will be better off for it. Everything you touch and do will be better off for it. It is indeed critical. So, folks, that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you again for taking the time to join me here on The World of UX. This is your host, Darren Hood, signing off. Happy UXing, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.